All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Mantic Podcast. This week's guests, I have Brandon and Vincent Rossbond from his Wing Tussar Books, correct? Yes, Wing Tussar Publishing. All right, and uh, these guys are uh, responsible for the the great books that you've been getting. Uh, for So lately you did a Dreadball, and then yep. the last book I read was The Pious, was the Armada book, which I loved a lot, I'll be honest with you guys. So Great. Feel free to be honest with us. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in addition to that, we, we've also done uh, uh, Drowned Secrets, uh, which is the... Uh, uh, Trident Realms. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't get a chance to read that one. And uh, steps of deliverance, uh, for, uh, which was the uh, which one? The uh, that's the uh, Basilean novel. Basilean novel, right? Mark Barber. Mark Barber. And then we've also done uh, an anthology called uh, Edge of the Abyss, which was just a bunch of short stories introducing, you know, Mantic, basically for people who didn't know anything about it, and uh, just teasing people who did with some some short stories of things that we're going to come out with. And if uh, novels and like physical print don't tickle your fancy, we do also have an audiobook for Steps to Deliverance, which was very well received with the community. People liked actually being able to listen to the book while they're painting the miniatures. Uh, and our audio guy, Ray, is actually working on Drowned Secrets next, I believe. Oh, that's awesome. So I know there's a lot of people who like to listen to audiobooks while they're driving, so... We also have ebooks, but don't don't read those while you're driving. Don't. <laughs> We're not recommending that. But, but so, yeah. uh, so what do you guys got coming down the pipe here? So, I mean, uh, we've covered a lot of uh, Mantica and a Dreadball book. Uh, do we have any more coming for uh, the Mantica or Panathor? I guess we call it now. So we've got a lot of stuff in the work. Um, you know, our, our plan was to have a couple more novels out by this point, but with, like with all the businesses, COVID kind of impacted our release schedule. So we had to kind of push a lot of our books back. Definitely. Um, that said, we still have all of them contracted. So the number of books that I've talked about on like countercharge and everything that we have in the pipeline, we still have commissioned writing. I have first drafts done on maybe three or four books right now. It's just finding the time to edit it and publish it. Um, so the latest one that's up right now that will be out, um, hopefully in the next few months is uh the book that we've been talking about for a while called nature's night and uh that went under that underwent a big um rewrite so that way we could better jive with the uh, version three information and make sure that we were more up to date with everything because um, kind of when we were conceiving all these novels we were uh basically at the tail end of v2 and matt and rob were letting us know information about version three so we decided to revamp this one to better jive with the plot and uh, storyline and uh, lore elements of version three. Um, so in doing that, we've now made it a collaborative novel, which is going to be an interesting experience, but it's going really well. Um, Mark DeSantis is not the sole author anymore. We now also have Mark Barber, James Dunbar, Ben Stoddard, and oh. myself writing the novel. Oh, great. Um, so it's a, it's a collaborative experience where we've each written a part, but I don't think we're going to reveal at least in the release of the book, who wrote what part. Oh, we'll kind of let fans try to deduce like different <laughs> uh, writing techniques. But um, in, in editing it, uh, it flows really well. Um, you know, we, we had to kind of brainstorm together how we wanted to do this. And we all came up with uh, it, it, the same idea of how we were going to do the plot and the story and everything. 
And then um, at first it was a little bit, everybody had their own branched off idea. And then, you know, when I read it all and it came together, it there was very little tweaking I had to do to get it to all flow like one solid novel. We, you know, like an extra chapter from one author to another. So that way the, the parts meshed a little bit better. But it, it's it's interesting. And besides that, we've decided to do... Um, Something interesting with the first part of the novel, which we talked about for a while. We talked about, well, since we're revamping this and we're doing something different, um, do we want to try a different take on a novel? And there was the idea that we played around with that the whole novel wouldn't be told through the protagonist's viewpoint. It would be told through characters surrounding the protagonist. And we played around with that for a little bit. And ultimately, we decided that might be a little bit too much work and a little bit too much disconnect. But we salvaged that in the first part of the novel is told through somebody else's point of view, who is a major character in the story, but not the protagonist from the second part. Oh, on, okay, so okay. The protagonist. And the whole point of this is um, this is the continuation of a story that was in the Edge of the Abyss anthology we did, uh, also called Nature's Night. Um, and it's supposed to be that, you know, there was a lot of things that came out of... Um, the community after that story was released about, you know, this kind of seems a little bit far-fetched. Uh, how did uh, Basilean single-handedly, you know, a, gr- a young kid destroy an abyssal champion? That doesn't seem right. Uh, you know, all these questions about, it just seemed a little <laughs> far-fetched. How could it actually happen? So we're continuing that, explaining just how it happened. So it's it's a twist in the myth, so to say. Got it. Some interesting. It, everything's not as it seems. I'll put it that way. So that's that's been a that's been a labor of love. We've been really devoting a lot of time and energy to making sure this novel is going to come out great for the fans and those who have been eagerly awaiting the novel. Will, I hope will enjoy it when it does come out. And then um, the next couple novels we have coming out are uh, "Claws on the Plain" by James Dunbar, which is a um, book kind of focusing on uh, kingdoms of men and orcs. And uh, Kingdoms of Men are an interesting thing because Mantic doesn't really have too many uh, human armies. No. I mean, the Basileans are pretty much the main one. Um, so it's it's always, when I get pitches for novels involving humans, it's very tricky to make sure that, you know, it's either Basileans or not. Because, you know, we want yeah. to produce well, novels we, that support the miniatures. Yeah, the Nor- Northern Alliance has quite a few mini- uh, humans factions on that side, too, so... Yes, and so since that happened, I've actually gotten <laughs> a really my uh, pitches for Northern Alliance have increased tremendously. Like it's just, and I've gotten at least five or six different pitches that want to write Northern Alliance stories. I think we have we have one or two commissioned, so they're they're going to be making an appearance in the novel soon. That's great. Um, but James's work, James has been a great pleasure to work with. Um, I've worked with him uh, like on Nature's Night, like I was saying. He was a new author that came to us. Um, just came to me with a pitch and I, I really liked his writing style and we had to rework his um, novel pitch a few times with Mantic and uh, you know they were ultimately happy with the final pitch that we decided on and he's got a very for a new author he's got a very eloquent professional writing style that is not too verbose um, but it, it definitely channels that that old English feel oh, okay. while still while still maintaining a modern, writing like it doesn't it's not like the hear ye hear ye type writing but it definitely <laughs> channels that type of setting that uh kings of war is set in so i think fans are going to really enjoy claws on the plane it's been a pleasure working with james so far 
and then we have the Battle of Dawn Keep by Tom Holtby, which is kind of it, it's it's a bunch of different races, but it mostly focuses on Elven protagonists. And we did not have anything um, Elven yet, so this when he sent me the pitch, I was really intrigued because Elves are like one of the big fantasy races, and we really weren't getting any pitches with Elves, which was, was kind of surprising. Um, so I read through it, and I was really happy with the work that Tom did. So you know we again talked with mantic and uh, they were happy with the pitch we decided on and um tom's novel he's been working very hard on it and uh, that's he's done his first draft and it's just waiting for my uh editing which will hopefully be soon and then uh we've got the big big uh lore novel which is rise of the celestians by cl werner oh okay this was a yeah this is a really big one we were excited to work to collaborate with Mantic to kind of expand the already existing lore and backstory. Um, when we first started working with you guys, we uh, we sat down with Matt Gilbert and Rob Berman, and we're just like, all right, what stories do you guys want to see? What do you want to see done? What do you want to see expanded? Because we don't want to just keep taking random pitches without seeing anything that you guys want to expand upon. You know, this is your universe. This is, you know, you guys have the backstory. You guys have the information. How do you want us to write stories to tell fans that information? So one of the first ideas they had is let's tell the story of the Celestians and the, the God War and build up the backstory of Panathor. And so uh, for this big project, we wanted to commission an author who had a little bit more weight behind his name and you know knew a little bit more about writing epic books. Um, so we've worked with uh, Clint a lot over the years vince used to work with him uh, vince used to work for black library and so he worked with clint for years um and we went to uh adepticon i think it was three or four years ago and clint was there and you know he was able to see and meet some people in the Mantic oh community. yeah i remember that yeah we went to mantic night and met you guys and uh, it was a good time you know he, he got to see some people and get to see how the games are played and so he was excited to jump into this world and uh, he's worked very closely all of our books now uh, the authors are working very closely with you know matt gilbert the lore master of kings of war and we're making sure everything fits his vision and the vision that mantic has for the game and uh, the first draft has been mantic approved he, matt's very happy with what's clint with what clint has done and uh, we're happy to get it out oh that's um, exciting it was supposed to be slated for this spring um, we're hoping to still have that on track, but you know, COVID forces may. Yeah, force it's it's it it's all our control. <laughs> yeah, uh, but besides that, we've got a whole bunch of other books still in the pipeline. Um, I've talked about this on some other podcasts, but um, Mark Langworthy, who is the head of Red Scar Publishing, mm-hmm. he wrote a novel called Shadows and Infamy. That's going to be a direct tie-in with the League of Infamy game. Oh, that'll um, be fun. Yeah, and he's launching that. It's supposed to go out with the. Um, to my knowledge, it was supposed to originally go out with the Kickstarter, but I think because of some uh, pushback uh, with you know delays, obviously with, again COVID, I think people who ki- who backed the League of Infamy game or the no, I'm sorry, the um, Kings of War RPG will eventually get copies of Shadow and Infamy if you hit that um, pledge amount. Oh, okay. So we, uh, Mark is still working on that, but we've been in close contact with him, and you know we're excited to see where that's going. Um, we've got Mark Barber writing actually a second and third novel 
for um, based off of steps to deliverance, we decided to do something. Well, it was this was Mark's idea actually to do something a little bit different with his second and third novel. Oh, okay. Uh, this the cast of Steps to Deliverance kind of splits at the end. They all kind of go their separate ways, but Mark has two main characters in that novel, and um, so he's going to tell their stories simultaneously. So those novels are going to release similarly around the same time. And they're both going to tell stories of the characters from Steps to Deliverance, how they both split on their separate paths. Okay. So I know uh, that one received a lot of really good support from the fan community. So if you like that, look forward to the second and third books. They're going to be, like I said, releasing around the same time. So you'll have lots of uh, more Basilian adventures in store. Um, We've got some new authors. We've got Gordon Jones and Tom Fern. And uh, Gordon is writing a book called Frozen Rage, which that's one of the first ones that deals with the Northern Alliance. And you'll see some dwarves and elves as oh, well. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Gordon Gordon and Tom are actually both very close friends with Mark Barber. So the, he, Mark's kind of helped cultivate these guys and helped shape their ideas while working with Mantic as well. Uh, Rob Berman's actually worked very closely with these guys as well. And uh, making sure that all the ideas still float under the Winged Hustler publishing banner while still tying true to what Mantic wants. So we're happy to see where Gordon and Tom's books go. Tom is uh, doing a book called The Cost of Power, which is about elves, human, and ratkin. And he's also doing a secret project um, that I don't remember if I'm allowed to announce yet or not. But I'm just going to say, if I have it, if I've already announced it, then you already know. <laughs> if I haven't announced it yet, then... Um, it's another big lore book we're working on, and that's going to be out next year about a um, certain named character in Mantic books. And I know he's been working closely with Matt and Rob to make sure this named character gets due justice with his backstory. So look forward to that. Well, that'll be great. We've got some books by Ben Stoddard coming out in the next uh, year or two. Um, he's doing a sequel to Drowned Secrets called In the Wake of the Leviathan. Um, but that actually got pushed back because Ben is doing his own series of very big lore books, which, again, here's the tease for you guys. You'll have to see what Ben's working on. Um, For those that don't know Ben, he's a pretty uh, influential person in the Kings of War community. He's been heavily involved in Countercharge podcast and the narrative community. Um, He paints some really awesome miniatures, so definitely check him out if you haven't. Uh, He's been, again, a real pleasure to work with. We met through the Kings of War community, and Ben, uh, I think Ben was actually referred to me by Mark Solinsky, and he said, you know, he's doing some narrative stuff, and he's a great guy, and so I got to know Ben really well, and it's been great working with him. Um, But he's doing some very heavy lore books for the dwarves. Oh, great. So dwarf fans can look forward to some really big world-building events with Ben. Um, and I, I, I remember I was given okay by <laughs> by Mantic to say that we are going to expand some history for some big name characters, so like uh, Hernius and uh, those characters that have appeared um, in the Dwarven lore as named characters. They will get fleshed out with stories and explaining what's going on. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, then Clint is doing two more books in the God War series, which will be out. Hopefully, if all goes well, the end of the, one will be out at the end of this year, and one will be out next summer. Um, Mantic's very own Rob Berman is working on a book titled The Goblin King. <laughs> so, you know, if anybody's the expert on goblins, it's Rob. Oh, Rob. And that was one of the things I kind of said to Matt and Rob when we started. I'm like, you know, you guys are the 
lore masters. You guys know everything about this game, and you know, while we're writing, do you, do you guys want to write a book that we can publish for you guys? That you know, you can tell the stories that you want to tell. So Rob was happy to jump on that and say, yes, I want to do a goblin novel. Um, Rob may or may not be working on a Dreadball novel. Well. I cannot confirm or deny anything. There was talks about it, but I don't know if he's going to give me something. But Rob definitely has got the creative passion going to keep writing some stuff. So he's going to he's got some uh, good books coming out to look forward to. Um, I've also got some uh, a list of some new authors who have gotten uh, various books contracted. Um, some names in the Kings of War community you guys might be familiar with. Uh, Riley Nadeau is doing a book called Kindred Adrift, which will focus on salamanders, twilight can, orcs, and elves. Um, Mike Rossi is working on Honor's Price, which is a book about dwarves, and he's been working very closely with Ben to make sure their their stories align, to make sure they're telling, um, you know, similar plot, uh, similar lore elements to make sure that nothing's going to contradict each other. So, you know, that's always, we like to see that with the authors working together to make sure the lore is consistent. Yeah, that sounds good. Danny Graves is doing a book entitled Rage and Grace, which is going to focus on elves and night stalkers. And uh, we had a little bit, uh, bit of back and forth rework with that one, but um, it's, it's going to be a really interesting book. I, I was really intrigued with the premise of it about um, a young girl, who, young elf who's kind of drawn to the power of Night Stalkers, who may or may oh. not be tormenting her. So we kind of went back and forth with Matt Gilbert about what is acceptable, what's not acceptable, what they want to see with the plot, what they don't. So I'm, I'm excited to see where Danny's book is going to go. Um, Mike McCready has got a book entitled Bastion, which is going to be about the Brotherhood. Okay. And last but not least, I've at least talked about this, mentioned it at one point or another, but Scott Washburn who um, he's a big author for us. He does our Great Martian War series. Um, he did a story in the Edge of the Abyss uh, anthology. Um, I forget the name of the title is off the top of my head, but it was about the um, League of Rordia and the Havlings specifically. And when I was divvying up the different factions, um, I had really wanted to see the Halflings and the Rat uh, the Ratkin go against each other because I thought that would be a fun mix with shortness. <laughs> So I, I approached Scott, and I'm just like, do you want to do this? I really want to see some comedy with it, because I think that would be a fun thing. And um, his story was Ratcatcher. That was the name of it, Ratcatcher. It was, it was well-received in the community. It, it, you know, some of the stories were hit or miss, because we, um, we were just started dipping our toes into the Mantic universe. But Ratcatcher was one of the, the better-received stories. People really liked what he did with the Halflings. So Scott is going to do a full-length novel based on the Halflings and expand some lore within the League of Rordia. Well, so, that's exciting. Yeah, so we've got, we've got the gamut between one-off books, uh, new authors, veteran authors, people in the community, uh, books that will expand the lore of Panathor, and books that will be a one-off just fun. Um, we've got Armada books, we've got Dungeon Saga books, we've got Kings of War specific books. We, we've, we're trying to tie together the umbrella of Panathor and explore every corner, every nook and cranny. And you know, now that Armada is a thing, you'll see some more boat heavy action. In yeah, Pius was a really good book. I, uh, uh, I, I think I read that one in a couple of days. I, did, I didn't really put it down. Uh, Mark Barber will be happy to hear yeah. that. He was kind of on the fence of if he wanted to do a sequel to it. Um, but Mark worked very closely with Matt to invite, to create a book that really encompassed the spirit of the game. And 
I know there's a couple people like um, Matt Green in the community has said that he, he he raves about how good the book is. So and Matt I think is really is one of the main people in the Kings of War um, wiki that's going on right now. And uh, I try to I try to tell people it's kind of like um, Pirates of the Caribbean meets Lord of the Rings because you've got that those like fantasy races, but it's kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean type setting. So we're trying to coerce Mark into doing a second book for Pius, but I don't know if he's convinced he wants to yet. Oh, I so don't know. he's on the well, fence on that one. Mark, so if, if you're listening, guys, get a second book out there. I kind of invested in those characters a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see more books of a specific, uh, like a sequel of another book that we've done, just tell us. You know, spout it out in the community, and we'll do our best to uh, push the author to continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it sounds like there's a lot of Kings of War, Panathor books all coming in that tying together that world, which is great. Uh, I know there's we have another set of group out there that might be interested to know if uh, are there are there going to be any Warpath Dead Zone universe books in the works. So that's an interesting one because we have not gotten nearly as much sci-fi request uh pitches as much as we've gotten fantasy pitches um we did publish a dreadball novel entitled the last hurrah it just came out recently um that was kind of like um we the author when we first announced that we were working with um mantic robert e waters he's a very a veteran author of ours he's worked with us since the very beginning of our company he immediately jumped on it and said i want to do a dreadball novel that's what i want i don't want kings of war i want to do dreadball and we're like Okay, we'll make it work. And um, there was a little bit of back and forth trying to um, make sure we captured the right spirit of Dreadball. Uh, Robert was kind of under the impression that it needed to be a little bit more grittier and adult because it's a little bit more of a violent game. But Mantic was more of the opinion of we want to keep this family friendly and we want to make it so anybody can read this book. And that's generally the spirit of our publishing nature is we want to make sure that anybody can pick up a book and not be turned off by curse words or things of that nature so and there is a time and a place for those books we've talked with mantic about it and they said you know there there will be times for dark books and gritty books but this one they wanted to see be a little bit more lighthearted and casual so we had to we had to work with it a little bit um we all got on the same page we got some feedback from the rules committee and you know ultimately we came out with a product that you know we we're very proud of we're always very proud of robert's work he does a great job um and the dreadball community has been overwhelmingly positive about their re- uh, response to it and they've desperately wanted to see <laughs> a sequel to it so we were happy to announce that we are going to be doing a sequel to that book um the first book takes place in the third sphere but we're going to bump it up i think either to the first or second sphere oh and okay robert's talked with uh, rob about what teams we can and can't use. And so we're going to be fleshing out some of the bigger league teams and, you know, playing with some of the big players. There is a few named characters that will be making appearances in the last raw, the sequel to the last raw. Um, I know, uh, there is Elmer and Dobbs makes appearances in the last hurrah. So we've, we've kind of seeded in some of the name characters where we can without <laughs> overdoing it, but there'll be some more in the second one where we, we Robert sent me his initial pitch of what he wants to do for the sequel. And I was excited. About, I was excited about the first one when he sent me the pitch because I'm not a sports person. I am, I am very much not a sports person. <laughs> to make that clear enough. And um, I read this book and I got really, really invested the first time I read it. I was like, this is great. Like I, I get really, I'm really excited about reading this. I'm really excited about the, the sports aspect of it. 
and uh, ultimately he delivered a really great product. And reading the sequel, uh, reading the pitch for the sequel, I was like, "Oh, this is such great elements. We've got intrigue, we've got mystery, we've got action, we've got big name teams, we've got all sorts of elements. We've got you know bringing up characters and making them you know continuing their arcs from the first book. So I think fans from Dreadball will be really excited about that. Um, but in Warpath, we've got we're reprinting Christopher Verspeak's first strike and we're editing it to uh, have a little bit more content in it and some unreleased oh, okay. bits. Yeah. We've talked to Chris and he's added a, a I think a chapter or two and set up for the sequel. And we're just going to be editing it a little bit more for um, grammatical sake and fixing, tidying up a little bit, but then we're, we'll be incorporating it under our umbrella and reprinting it under wing Tusser, uh, publishing. Okay. That was a good book actually for a struggle. Yeah. People really like it a lot, so we're happy to also, you know, we've said it before, but I'm happy to announce on the podcast here, we're, we'll be publishing a sequel, and I think Chris wants to do a trilogy. Oh, so, that's very exciting. Yeah, so we're, we're in the works for that. Um, I also have a, I just got a recent pitch that I got an okay on from Mantic um, about a book called Contagion, and it's going to be written by a gentleman called Bob Point. Um, so that's the only other science fiction right. pitch I've gotten. So if you want to write in this universe, you can always feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or email me at brandon.rossbond at gmail.com. And I'm always happy to talk shop and look at pitches and right. talk about our options. That's a, that's a, that's good to know for any aspiring authors out there. If you're looking to get in, uh, you play these games and you have a love for them. Now's the time to to tell a story if you have one, right? Well, that's the thing is we really like to incorporate the fans into what we do. You know, at, at the list of names I read off for Kings of War novels we have coming out, about 80% of them were not outside sources. They were all fans in the Kings of War community. Who oh, yeah. Had I recognize most idea. of those as, play- as players in the past. Yeah. And so that's what we love to do is we love to make sure the community is involved and know that this is – even though we're publishing novels and we, we are not Mantic, we want to be involved as much as Mantic and make sure that people know that this is their community and we are playing in the same community and we want to give back to the community to make sure that you know we're involved and we're listening to feedback and suggestions and ideas and we want to make sure everybody sees what they want to see. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, do, uh, anything else, maybe? Vince, anything you want to add? Well, um, at this point, yeah, we're... we're uh, the thing I just want to say, if, if you enjoy the books, if you enjoy seeing them, please go out and buy them. Um, we recommend... We prefer you go out and... Oddly enough, we have our own website where we sell things. Um, besides our Mantic books, we have a whole line of other fiction history military history and art and uh, we, we actually have some figurines of different of history on there it's uh, whpsupplyroom.com um and we have the mantic books there uh but uh, oddly as it sounds we prefer if you can go out and buy them on amazon or barnes and noble or your local small bookstore and uh drive up demand because what that allows us to do is if if people if the stores see there's demand They'll make sure they stock them, and uh, if they don't have them, you just ask, and they give them, they get them in there. There you go. Um, and uh, we we really like to try to support you know 
stores and local communities, especially at times when people can't get out. But so that would be great if you can do that. But, you know, if you if you're really stuck, feel free to come by the website and we'll, we'll get books out to you within a day or two of when you uh, when you order them. Um, but we you know, we we're very much involved in this. Um, I'm an old time gamer. I've got lots of painted figures. Uh, I love playing these games. So from my perspective, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to be involved in it. And uh, we really want to uh, flesh this out. And uh, so we're always open to listening to feedback and um, hopefully people enjoy what they're what we're putting out there. A couple things I want to add on to that. Um, if you're in the U.S., I know tournaments are kind of, you know, impossible right now with COVID. But I have been seeing a couple of uh, groups getting together a little bit more. Um, but if you're running tournaments and you need prize support of any kind, if you need the books, like reach out to us and we're always happy to donate to prize support for tournaments. It's always good to, like I said, to give back to the community. Um, and beyond Kings of War, we also publish a, a couple other different games. Uh, beyond the Gates of Antares, we're going to be doing books for Infinity, uh, Blood and Plunder. We do we we run the gamut on all sorts of genres. Yes, definitely. All right. Yeah, so- and oh, and the other thing too. And I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we're if you're overseas, if you're in the UK and Europe, and we still cater to you. So if, if you can't get our books anywhere else, just let us know, and we'll get them to you one way or the other. We're uh, we're a global publisher. There you not go. Just, not just based in the U.S. Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, anyone outside of the U.S. Uh, it that's uh, you uh, can get your books uh, from Wingasard, and they'll get them for you. Uh, I know some people, I've seen some people talk about, or were worried about not being able to get some of these books, so uh, to ease your fears, it sounds like you can get your books. All you gotta do is just ask, right? That's it. I mean, we're on pretty much any major uh, retailer around the world. I One of my friends uh, overseas said uh, we, uh, Amazon Poland still ha- has some of our stuff listed there. So, oh. <laughs> um, But we, we have shipped the thing, we have People order stuff from Australia, Germany, uh, all sorts of places. We'll get them to you if you can't get them anywhere else. But you know, look around, and uh, but we're here to serve you. Yes. Yeah. Pat, did you have any questions about anything? No, I just you know you answered pretty much every question I was having. That I <laughs> you know <laughs> you you put all you put a lot of information out there, and I thank you guys for that. Yeah, we're always happy to talk to the community. We're, we love talking about books, gaming in general. Um, I've been on Countercharge several times. Inside both have been on Countercharge several times. It's a great show. We love the guys there. Yeah, Rob, Rob's a good guy. Mar- yeah. Rob and Mark. Yeah, Rob, Mark, Jeremy, we love them all. Um, we love talking about the industry and the games. So, yeah, anytime you want to have us back on, we love talking. Any other podcast, if you're looking for the scoop on books, let me know. I can, tell, I can give you the lowdown. We'll hook you up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Vince and uh, Brandon, for coming on. Uh, I've been Shopper, and thanks for listening to the Mandy Podcast. <laughs>